guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. No, I dropped my hot tea quote into my tea, the little piece of paper. It says, bring me the sunset in a cup by Emily Dickinson. Today I'm sipping on some ginger tea. Sounds like Bentley might actually need some himself. He's been making all kinds of whimpering sounds like, is it your belly? <laughs> Let me know what you're sipping in our metaphorical cafe for today's conversation. So if you're feeling out of routine, out of sorts, or just in general, you're just looking for that boost of motivation to kind of pick back up somewhat of a structure in your life, then this is definitely the conversation for you. If you're in a phase of your life where you feel like structure is maybe not the direction you wanna be heading in, maybe you want a little bit more leniency, you want a little bit more flow, you want a little bit more intuition, more freedom, then this chat, I would save it for another time. This is definitely when you've been in your yin for a very long time, you wanna get back into your yang. You've been in your relaxed summer state of flow for a really long time and like school or work or something is coming up on the horizon and you wanna get back into a routine to feel good, to feel structured, to feel like you're back on your A game. This year, I've never fallen off routine so much of my life, which is so funny because November, December, and January, I had printed out these routine trackers that I had kept on my fridge and I was so hardcore for it. Like it was literally lighting me up inside. And then I found out I was pregnant and then the heat broke in my house and then we started renovations. And it's just been this giant, I, I don't wanna say it's been a mess per se, but it's been a giant kerfuffle. Definitely felt more motivated to get back into a sense of routine, back into a sense of structure, which is something I've been able to do these last few weeks. It just feels better, I feel better. But again, it's all about finding that balance. It's all about finding what works for you for the time and place and the chapter of life that you're in. So let's start our conversation with falling off routine because I feel like, I don't know, I always like to comfort or bring some sense of comfort into our chats. Not in the sense of like toxic comfort to be like, oh, it's okay to do bad things, but just to normalize the normal things that we go through that sometimes we don't always see kind of that side of things online. And falling off routine, I think is one of them. I think especially too with the shorter form content becoming more popular with things like TikTok and even Instagram reels, like it's really fun to watch reels or watch TikToks or watch content even on YouTube of people doing their routines. They're actually one of the most popular videos that I've ever had take off on my other channel. And so I get the draw, but like you rarely ever see a video that's like, here's my not routine, here's my mess. And like, it's kind of hard to really show that, right? But at the same time, every single one of us falls off routine at some point. And it, sometimes you just fall off for a day, sometimes you fall off for a week, for a month, or sometimes you might feel like you've fallen off routine for a really, really long time. Sometimes, not all the time, we can have this sense of shame that comes around from not being in routine. When you don't have routine and you let go of this pressure or this expectation on yourself to have a routine, there's actually a lot of good that can come from being a little bit less structured with your life, from allowing things to kind of take shape and you to take a bit more of a backseat 
position in it and you to just kind of go with what life is bringing to you. Again, time and place for everything. There's a time and place to like drive forward, take control and really be in the driver's seat of your life. And then there's a time and place to let life kind of show you what it's trying to bring you to or change you to or transition you to. There is a positive side to being structureless and you don't have to shame or fault yourself for falling off routine for a while. And if you can actually take that expectation off yourself and like take that sense of failure off yourself, you might actually see that there were some great positives that came from not being so structured. Maybe you spent more time with loved ones. Maybe you just had more fun than usual. Maybe you were also going through a change or a transition and it would have been a lot harder if you had tried to hold on too tight to structure during that. There's so many other reasons that only you will know. And then two, I think it's important to emphasize that this is totally okay as well. We can fall out of routine and we can fall out of habits and structure when life gets difficult. It's not just like, oh, I fell out of routine and it was fun because I was just living like a free spirit. Sometimes it's, I fell out of routine because I was really struggling with depression. I fell out of routine because my anxiety took hold. I fell out of routine because something really hard happened in my life and I was just basically trying to get by. And that too is fully acceptable. It's fully okay. It's something that again, if you can, I know it's easier said than done and someone saying this to you on the internet isn't just gonna flip a switch in your brain that's gonna make you be like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna like be okay with that. But don't be hard on yourself if that's the reason why you fell off routine or structure as well. It's not to say that to just like accept it if you're not feeling your greatest. You can build even just a small, simple, easy to do routine around trying to improve your mental health. Your routine could be literally just starting up therapy and not being the only thing you focus on for the next few weeks. Step one, take off whatever crappy feelings you have about not being in routine and just sit with the good feelings you have about wanting to feel motivated to get back into a routine because it's gonna make the whole process more fun and it's also gonna make it so that you don't feel like you were just wasting your time there's no such thing that time passed you used it for what it was needed for and now you're entering just a different transition a different chapter instead of focusing on goals which are kind of like outcomes that we want we should focus on identity which is more so the type of person and the systems that we want to live by so instead of saying that maybe you want to get back into a routine because you have a specific goal which you can if that's something that calls to you instead it might be that you want to get back into a routine because you want to show up as a certain version of yourself and live out certain systems in your life that make you feel a different type of way or make you identify in a different different type of way. So let's get into the fun stuff. How do we get back into a routine? I think sometimes trying to pick up old routines or things that used to work for us, thinking that they'll work for us in this phase of life too, can sometimes lead us or set us up for failure. It's not to say that you should just do a new one all of the time because maybe something from the past will work for you, especially if your identity or your system or what you're basically working towards, what your goal kind of is, is in alignment with something that you kind of had going well in the past. That said, when you're starting up a new routine and you're looking to kind of get that motivation back again, start with the bare basics of what exactly is that identity that you're looking to take on. If you can get really particular about the type of lifestyle you wanna live, about the type of identity that you want to evolve yourself into or show up in the world as, 
taking that on as like your first, okay, this is the solid identity that I am looking to really show up in my life in can help you understand and know what habits and what systems for your routine are gonna serve you best. I'll give you an example. My routine has been really surrounded around the phase in the chapter of life that I'm in as someone who is very extremely pregnant, who is trying to get ready for motherhood, who is taking on a new little soul under my own responsibility soon, and has things that I would also like to keep space for with myself in terms of my own self-care and making sure that I don't lose myself within that. And so that type of identity, really formulating that out, really saying, okay, who am I in this new role in my life helped me understand what habits I needed to do or to start implementing to basically formulate that routine that was gonna start working for me for this chapter of life that I'm in. Decide what or when your routine is meant to be. So for instance, I started with just a morning routine. I didn't really care as much if the rest of my day wasn't as structured. And then I started tacking onto that each week. So do you need a morning routine? Do you need an evening routine? Do you need a weekly routine if you're trying to work around a schedule? Do you need a workout routine? Are you looking for a specific hobby related routine. So like the routine you'll do that surrounds a hobby or surrounds a project. It could be a self-care routine. It could be a hygiene routine. Just decide exactly what area or what focal point of life you're gonna start your routine in. And I would genuinely say, or like pass on the advice to just start there. Of course, when we get super motivated and super excited, at least I know I tend to kind of go overboard and want to just plan everything and get super hyped up about it. But then it's like biting off more than you can chew, setting yourself up for failure. Coming back to Atomic Habits, it's really emphasized in that book as well that when you start small, like if you even just focus on becoming better by 1% every single day, that will accumulate. So it's better to focus on that little bit of incremental improvement rather than try and take on a huge improvement because you're more likely to fall off because it's like a shock to the system. Keep it simple and keep it realistic. So because I chose a morning routine, I chose to only focus on three things to set up a routine with every single morning. And those three things really fed into that identity and that role and that focus of life that I'm in right now. So the first one was something that always made me excited to start my mornings and that has always been reading. And I fell off of doing that in the mornings for quite some time, just sitting down in my egg chair in my kitchen with some breakfast and a coffee and reading. That alone gave me a sense of familiarity, it gave me a sense of self, it gave me a sense of joy, and it was super simple. And then after that, I tacked on two more things that I knew were gonna set me up for success through the day. Those things being just getting a good stretch in so that I'm focusing on my body because even if I can't exercise, even if I can't really work out, at least I'm taking a little bit of time to tap into my body, to stretch it out, to make sure it feels good and limber for the day. And the third one, as silly as it sounds, getting out of a routine of getting ready right away first thing in the morning, especially because I am somebody that works for myself and at home, I was getting less things done because I wasn't ready to get things done. Like shower, do my hair and do my makeup made me more productive in my work day, which was the other side of the things that I really wanted to pick up and get going with before my baby comes because there's lots of work that I needed to get done. That was it. Those were the only three things I focused on at first. 
And from there, I was able to then start stacking more things on as that started to solidify into my day. And finding a way to incentivize yourself and keep yourself on track will be really helpful during this time because again, it's like, you're starting up something new and the more you do it, the more consistent you are in those first few days, the more likely that you're able to then keep that ball rolling. Once you have enough under your belt, enough days under your belt of repeating those same three habits, then you can create some tweaks. Then you can start adding, again, just like 1% at a time. You don't wanna add six more things onto that three. Maybe start with one or two more things added on. and continue to kind of accumulate it from there. And then finally decide when it's time to graduate from your tracking or from your training wheels, if you will. Because it is important, especially when starting out something, to give yourself a sense of training wheels, to create a sense of tracking or like a tracking system. There comes a point where you have to allow it to be embedded in who you are and you let go of the check-ins because it's no longer something that you need to check off a list, it's just something you do. But again, only you can really decide when that will be and when it's time to evolve. And, and here's the thing, like I think the reason why we do this is because when we finally stop praising ourselves for doing the things, that means it's become a part of you. That might feel like sudden new pressure to stick with something or to maybe evolve past that. And you don't have to. You don't have to constantly be improving your life. Like once you've met your goal, once you've met your identity, you're allowed to just chill. And so give yourself that permission as well because I think that sometimes we stay in that tracking phase. We stay in that constantly rewarding ourselves phase because we think that, oh, once we stop rewarding this, we have to start focusing on bettering ourselves in other ways and you don't. So I don't know about you, friend, but my drink is starting to get a little lukewarm and low. So let's wrap this up with a mini pep talk for just like, you know, if you need to come back to this video at any point and just like hit this timestamp, you can come back to this point. It'll basically just be like a friend on the internet giving you the little motivational boost you might need. First and foremost, you can do hard things. If that is the only thing you take away from today or the only motto or the only affirmation, take it, run with it. You can do hard things. I believe I got it from Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I do have it in me to do hard things. I need to just stop being such a wimp about it. Yes, you can. You can truly do anything you set your mind to. And I know that that is a cliche. I can understand why in some aspects that doesn't that general rule isn't always true but for the most part you can do whatever it is that you set your mind to you can sit down and think about again come back to that identity and this isn't about changing who you are it's about evolving into the version of your, yourself that you know exists you just haven't really pushed yourself into yet and so think about it dream about it like get into that full image in that the full depth of the identity that you're looking to take on and then affirm with yourself, yes, I can. Like I can be that person. It might be hard, but I can do hard things or it might take time, but I have time and that time's gonna pass anyways. Like really allow yourself to affirm 
and know in the deeper parts of yourself that this is happening, this is who you are, this is something you can do. Because knowing that and sinking your teeth into that is going to allow you to actually show up for it. If subconsciously you've already let yourself off the hook the minute something gets uncomfortable, if subconsciously you're telling yourself that that's not actually the type of person you are, then you're just gonna keep on trying and failing, trying and failing, trying and failing and following that cycle over and over again. So let go of that cycle. You can do it. You can do hard things. Write about why you're doing this. Write about how it's gonna feel when you're back in that routine and then read it every single day if you have to or read it anytime you feel like giving up or falling off. Understand that when you do feel like you've failed, like let's say you've done really well, you got like 17 days under your belt and then you don't do whatever that habit was for two days in a row or three days in a row even. Stop, pause, breathe, accept what is. That's the first thing you can do. Then two, ask yourself what stopped you and like get really real about it. And it's not always gonna be, or be aware if you feel like, oh, it was that person or it was that thing. Usually the things that stop us are internal, but we try and flip them to the external or we kind of put that responsibility on the external. So most of the time, the things that stop us are a sense of discomfort or we're seeking to feel differently inside and doing that thing is so uncomfortable right now that we want the fast gratification of not doing that thing. So be aware of what feeling caused you to stop and also be aware of what cued you in the external world to want to generate that feeling of comfort because it's just good information and then pick up right where you left off. I don't care how many days you stopped. I don't care how many days you fell off. Just pick it right back up. Pick it right back up where you are right here, right now. Make sure you fall in love with the process and not the outcome. Fall in love with that morning cup of coffee while you're reading that book. Fall in love with the mug you use. Fall in love with the feeling of your slippers on your feet. Fall in love with the meditation music you use. Fall in love with the path that you take to go on your walk or your run, fall in love with the music you play when you work out, like whatever it is, fall in love with the little parts of the process of the new habits you're taking on, which will again, make you feel like super satisfied and super excited and want to do those things. And finally, pick an affirmation or an action word. Something that you say that triggers the brain, specifically the prefrontal cortex, to put you into action mode. It's still better to do something, even if it's just a little bit, or a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, than to do none at all. And sometimes we just need that little bit of action. Now, again, I feel like I've been shouting out so many books. Don't ever stop reading. Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule, perfect one. She specifically counts up to five. I find going backwards, or maybe she does go backwards, I don't know, but I've always gone backwards from three. So like three, two, one, go. And that actual phrase will kick up your prefrontal cortex, shut down whatever it is you're thinking about, including the thoughts of like, well, it's gonna be boring, or, or I don't want to, or it's gonna take me so much time, and you just do it, you just do it. Just do it is another one, you could steal Nike's logo, or whatever you call it. It could be the word of the identity that you're taking, it could be like success. Boom, go. What's a good one? <laughs> Don't do it when you feel better, do it so you feel better. Such a solid, powerful statement. And you know, collaborative brains make for much more power. So whatever affirmation or action word or sentence or, or whatever it is, mantra, motto, that you can think of, leave it down below because then not only can you go scroll through and find some other good ones and feel super motivated, but then we all can, you know? So let's just make it a super motivational comment section over here on YouTube down below of 
just sweet mottos and affirmations and things that you're gonna say to put yourself into action. And hopefully this chat will have left you feeling super motivated to get back into your routine again. Also feel free to list me the three things you're gonna do, the three things you're gonna start with or whatever. Again, if you need somebody to hold you accountable, let this comment section hold you accountable. And without further ado, thanks for hanging out and chatting with me today. Sending you love all the way to the moon and back and I will talk to all of you guys in our next coffee talk. Bye everyone.